When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the program. So the doggies are going to have to drop that one out, I think, after a perfectly directed kick by your man, DCE. Still got it. 300 games. What, 305 now? 300, yeah, 305. Uh, you were down there at Wynn Stadium for the other one. Short drop out. Ball goes the way of, looks like, Tolatau Kola. Has, that is the fastest edge of all time. Jason Saab up against Josh Adokar with Tolatau Kola. Just sniffing around there hey, as don't well. Don't leave Paul Alamotti out of that. I left Paul Alamotti out of that. Two and a bit minutes <laughs> remaining in the first half. Twelve six. What about DCE also as the half on that edge? Ah, right. he's burnt down. Stephen Crichton in Origin. Uh, he's Stephen got some wheels, me, mate. Oh, who do you, who mate. do you think's the fastest half in the NRL? I'll say Luke Brooks or Mitch Moses. Yeah, Ooh. Mitch Moses. Dylan Brown's up there. So halfback or so any halfback in no, the half. Halfback. Half-back. Half-back. Let's go through Cleary to the line. No, I'm trying to. It might Adam take Redland's a little bit to short go through. legs. No, Moses would be hard to catch. Mitch Moses. Mitch Moses would be really hard. Luke to Brooks catch. would be faster than Mitch, wouldn't he? Would Luke, I've heard give me Moses. Moses is lightning over ten. Yeah, give me okay. Moses. Okay. Yeah, and that's the thing. Do you want a hundred meters? Do you want ten meters? Hundred. Do you that's want the, the measuring sticks? Always a hundred. Do you want the ridiculous splits that you were doing in the city to surf? Like what? What's, <laughs> what's your metric on that one? I'm going to start so. looking at the teams as we discuss this. I want to try find another candidate. All right, uh, keep those coming in. Brad Fittler. Speaking of candidates, candidates for the New South Wales Blues in their coaching position. The reports are that he will be re-signed uh, to that position for a year. For one year. What are we thinking, boys? So uh, what was the deal? If uh, Brad Fittler was re-signed, the Laundy Group would come on as the major sponsor or... Really? It was reported on. Yeah, yeah. Yep, okay. Yep. But we'll, uh, two phones, Tommy, we'll find that who was, Who us. was the major sponsor of the Blues this year? Westpac. Westpac. No, How Westpac. could you forget? They were everywhere. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a very good point. No, the Westpac deal's in its infancy. I think it's a three, at least a three-year deal. All right, deal. I'm gonna, I've got my top researcher on the job. <laughs> he has got one eye open. <laughs> one eye's half closed. Uh, we got another triscope. Who got it? Uh, I missed that one. Oh. Actually, I was doing my research on a, a player that could beat Mitch Moses. I'm going to go with Luke Metcalf for the Warriors. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not He's now, though. Guy. Yeah, not with the hammy. Not with the hammy. Uh, so 16-6, the scoreline. Uh, Ray Vega, he's played some good footy. He has. He's, he's got a strong carry in him. Uh, Raymond Tuimalo Vega. Yeah, it reminds me of an ex-teammate of mine, George Defour. Yes. Low centre of gravity, very good out of yardage. Uh, five or ten metres out, very hard to stop. Um, so Stu Laundy came out, so son of pub baron Arthur Laundy, mm-hmm. and said that they would just come on and sponsor the Blues. They wouldn't be the main sponsor, but they would, he, his words were... If they stick with Freddie? Yeah, if they stick with Freddie. Coach, yeah. sponsor. Okay. There you go. <laughs> welcome to the Laundie Group. Yeah, welcome to the Laundie Group. That's great. But if you're the New South Wales Rugby League, you go, do we appoint – we're getting a little bit distracted with this, but do we appoint a coach because someone's going to sponsor him? Yeah, no, I like, wouldn't. But... That, that's not the reason. It, I'm not saying Brad Fittler shouldn't be appointed, but that's not the reason he should be appointed. No. Uh, so he's had three wins, three losses, nine, nine record. It's literally split down the middle. But if you want to delve a little deeper, he's lost three of the last four. He should be four and two minimum, I believe. 
And the other part of it is, if you look at, and it's not everything, and this is what the Queenslanders point to all the time, but if you look at the number of times that New South Wales have started favourites to win series or yep. win games, oh, yeah. the market the market has said New South Wales should be winning that game. Never should have lost the 2020 series. And then dig, and then, a, dig and a then his record's four and two. And then dig a little deeper into that. And the, the thing that's concerning for me is some of the perplexing decisions that have been made either at the selection table mm. And then during the course of games, especially around interchange and positions played, most notably, poor old Damian Cook in the centres for 77 minutes. Do you, you think this year is his most heavily scrutinised decision-making yep. year as a coach? Shout based out off, to Vita Pengai Jr. Shout, shout, yeah, because of uh, the decisions he made with injuries during games, in specifically, like just, the centres, just Tommy interchange Turbo. generally, though. Like Stefano played 11 minutes, Tavita played like 18 minutes. There was just so many examples of unusual use of the interchange bench and selections. Can we put this on the table, though, that if Tom Trebojevic plays all three games and Latrell Mitchell plays all three games, we might be talking about something completely different? The whole narrative's completely different. But they didn't. Yeah. You know, and that's what we have to accept. They didn't, and Queensland won the series. So well done to Queensland on that one. Can I ask you this? How does it work? Do you reckon if I'm the New South Wales Rugby League, I would like Brad to come into the meeting and say, hey, I know this happened here, but moving forward, I think I'm going to do this, this, and this, and have this in place and have this person in place, and this is how I see it moving forward, rather than him walking in and going, have I got the job or not? Mm. You know, I think Freddie needs to be proactive about that. This is how, this is what I did wrong, because you have to say it was wrong because they lost. So this is what I did wrong. This is what I'm going to do differently, and this is why we're a better chance to be successful. Yeah, well, don't they say definition of madness is doing the same thing a second time and hoping for a different outcome. So does he keep the same staff around him? All of that stuff. Something has to change, whether it's the decision-making process, whether it's the selection process, whether it's having someone with him to help him with the interchanges, maybe a coach who is week to week in the NRL. So he's a little bit more up to speed on some of those tactics. Okay. Give a name then. Well, Ivan Cleary was in the back of the box. That was interesting too. I hope wasn't he it? keeps Ivan. Yeah, because because Ivan's it's different from any other coach. They've been so successful at the at the Panthers. Yeah, he's super important, but they've got such a strong culture and this cycle of players that are they're just churning through. The coaches are doing a great job. There's good support around that club mm. where you could afford to lose Ivan. I believe for a couple of days, not in the entire camp, but specifically for game day. Yeah. Um, you know, whether he just, you know, Ivan's there for captains running game day for, for Freddie. Well, I reckon there's, I a, think... there's a bit more of that too. Like a, a pre meeting prior to selections. Yep. Um, a couple of pre meetings prior to selections and maybe some, because you couldn't contact. take him for the entire 10 days. No, no, no. no, yes. no. You, and you wouldn't need to. Yep. And, and so the other thing about it is too, and, and ha- I would love to know how much face-to-face stuff Ivan's doing at the Panthers. Like how much did Andrew Webster do last year and how much did Cameron Serraldo do? And, and what's Ben Gardner and, and Peter Wallace doing this year? Mm. And so is Ivan – so you think about it now. The size of football departments has increased so much lately that you just wonder – like when – Sir Alex Ferguson was managing Manchester United. He didn't put the cones out and he didn't mm. go like how much is I find that so interesting. How much is Christian Wolf doing compared to Wayne Bennett at yeah. the Dolphins? Mm. Yeah. I just know as a New South Wales fan, that night when I saw Ivan in the back of the box with Freddie, 
I was like, oh, I feel a little bit more comfortable with that. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It felt nice. Yeah, it felt yeah. nice. And yeah. I'm, I'm not a Panthers fan. Relief. I was like, okay, we've, you know. Why? Just because he's doing it on a weekly basis. Yeah. And it, all the reports where he just sat quietly and didn't give any, give any advice, but porkies there. Um, if, if we could have him there maybe pulling a couple of strings of, you know, I'm, I'm noticing – Tavita's a bit tired or, you know, there's a, I'm, I'm seeing a weakness on Queensland's left-hand defence. Like, just observations giving Freddie a little bit of help. I would think that uh, at a, you know, you talk about high intensity and high pressure environments. That's for 80 minutes as coach of a an oh, origin yeah. side or any NRL side. You're looking at that. Imagine the NRL coach on a grand final day. You're oh. looking at that and you're going, right, every string that I pull, every lever that I pull here, yeah, it is stressful. crucial. Right, so that's a that's a high pressure environment. So before that, I'd love to know the scenario planning that all these guys go through. They should have someone sitting there going, third minute, Harry Grant injured, out for the game. What do you do? Yeah, yeah. Fifth minute, you lose Christian Welsh. Um, he's gone for an HIA. You don't know whether you're going to get him back. What do you do? Do you follow your NFL, Jimmy? Would you know? Yeah. Do you know a little bit about the Seahawks' history? Pete Carroll not running the ball and throwing the intercept. Mar- yeah, they had Marshall Lynch. Marshall Lynch, yeah. and they threw the ball. I seen a really cool interview with him and Richard Sherman, who was okay. the boisterous uh, cornerback for yes. the Seattle Seahawks at the time. That one play in a Super Bowl completely changed the whole trajectory of that franchise, and they went to have to go to fr- full rebuild couple of years after off one decision that he still stands by like it is like at every level of you know whether it be oh sorry every any sport you know nfl nrl decisions you make are so you know sliding doors moments totally can totally change the narrative the perception of who you are as a coach who you are as a player who you are as a state franchise um, it's, you know, it's a really tough job being a head coach. I heard twice during this most recent series, and this is just off the top of my head. First one was, what was the plan for Nico that game if Tom Trevojevic d- doesn't go down? We didn't have a plan for him. He was just there in case. Okay, so that's, that's a one concern. example. The second one, Clint Gutherson in the third game. What was the plan for Clint? And this wasn't only Freddie saying this. This was this was other people in the, in the setup. Uh, no plan for Clint. We'll just see how the game pans out. Is Billy sitting there going, I don't have a plan for Ben Hunt well, when he's going to come. I don't have a plan. So uh, Queensland, ben, ben Hunt, mati- that's a little different. Yeah, but that's Queensland are just meticulous, yeah. right? Like they know when, where, why, how. When they have players filling in the centres on the wing, everything seamless. New South Wales is going into games going, we've got one spot in our 17 where we don't know when, where, how, why that player will come on the field. It felt like... New South Wales were doing what the cricket, the inexperienced cricket captain does is when there's a catch goes over to mid on, they move a bloke to mid on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what happened was in that first game, Appy Corusau was good, but you think this two hooker rotation was going to work better. So they put Damian Cook on the bench for the second game, but then they didn't use him. Their, their option was to go, let's use our two hookers through the middle and break it up. And then they played him at center for 77 minutes. So you took actually away one of the things you thought was going to be an attacking option for you. And then because you lost the center in the second game, you went, let's have center coverage for the third game. Mm. And then you gave Gutho two minutes. I had a headache just listening to that. <laughs> but that's how it played <laughs> it out. Is, yeah. Uh, it felt like the captain that moves, oh, we didn't have a third slip. The ball went through there. Let's put a yeah. guy into third yeah, slip. Yeah, you're right. Uh, boys, Ezra Mam has got some toe. Oh, Ezra Mam. Wow. Yeah, that's a good candidate. A really good candidate. Not as much as Metcalf. 
Yeah. I'd still go Metcalf by two meters. What are you going to? What do you got, Tommy? Jerome Hughes would be up there too. He's very quick. Yeah, Hughes is starting to slow down now. Uh, Early on in his career, when he's playing fullback, uh, Sam Walker. Lundy. Oh, Sam Walker's got toe too. Lundy says so. The New South Wales coach needs a coach. Why not get someone that knows what they're doing in the first place? Surely, surely that's a more efficient system. <laughs> Slater, they're all NRL coaches. Slater doesn't need a coach. Billy's the outlier. Yeah, Billy's. Just as he did as a fullback, he's yeah. changed it for everyone. He's a freak. Not fair, Billy Slater. Not fair. 16-6, Seagulls over the Bulldogs. Break and back with more.